no one has anything else to say. It's just going to be me. That's okay. A lunatic. Perfect. I don't be a lunatic. <laughs> you are a lunatic. <laughs> I don't want to no. be a lunatic. No. All right. We're we're going with it. We're gonna go with it. So we're gonna get started. Here. I feel like we should have a little more knowledge, though. No. Nope. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. Joined today by Marty and Neil. I'm Andrew. Today. We should probably start off with something like Facebook, right, Marty? Well, you would think so, but there was nothing on the Facebook. Nothing on the Facebook. No no suggestions of any sort for the book club. Not even the we're library. Gonna be, we're going to be out of the quarantine by the time we get 10 suggestions. So I think I got one suggestion on the side. So that brings us to five. We might just call it there. Give Give listeners one more week but do you guys feel comfortable with that yeah that sounds fine yeah i mean we're a few episodes (laughs) we're a few episodes ahead so it doesn't even matter right now like we get a well i mean as far as anyone listening they have a week we could throw it in there um anyways yeah so we're gonna talk about that next week i think get full-on uh, how do we even set up? Is it like a battle royale with five books? Should we seed them beforehand? I, I are you guys awake? I mean, I would I, lean more on the listener engagement and voting on which one we should do. But considering how long it's taken to get us the suggestions, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, probably not. Anyways, we'd rather read something we want to read because that worked out last time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vote for the queue. <laughs> Whoops. Well, which I mean, it, I did. I did kind of really push for the queue last time. I, I I I believe, and I think Andrew, you're okay with that, and we kind of overrode Neil, and so I think that's why this week's topic we deferred to Neil talking about what he wants to talk about. It's true. Well, yeah, we're doing something a little bit little bit different this week so this week we're like okay let's let's find something because we had talked about pseudoscience a little bit with astrology and neil found a list so we're like okay let's hit something from this list we had a deadline by wednesday we were all going to pick a topic we could debate it and pick one no one suggested anything neil knew from way before what he wanted to pick though and so I wake up in the morning, I see this message from Marty saying, hey, no one picked anything. Without Marty giving a suggestion, he just said, hey, no one picked anything. And that message was, you read that message on Thursday morning, so you didn't submit anything either. So don't throw that back on me. <laughs> yeah, but th- you thought about it and messaged us without a suggestion, Marty. At least I thought about it and I knew Neil had, a, had an answer in the can. Well, I didn't, I mean, it was, it was a list and I said, just pick one thing from said list. So it was quite an easy um, challenge in a way. Okay, that, that Wikipedia <laughs> list that you sent though was like 80 topics. Yeah, so you close your eyes, get your finger, touch the screen, done. You even look through <laughs> some of it because remember we were discussing... Um, what was it you were discussing? There was something on there that you were discussing. <laughs> There's something you're saying at some point. We weren't quite paying attention, but yeah. we know you're on there, Marty. You were. Mm-hmm. You were too. You were too. Yeah. No, I just totally spaced it. And no. So, is that is that who we want to bring in the topic? Uh, we can talk about what was on the Twitter or anything else and then go, Twitter, go into that. There's nothing good on the Twitter this week. Although... A few weeks back, one of our listeners has suggested that we do more beer reviews. And so this week, knowing that we're going to be talking about unsaid subject at this point, I picked up a beer that would coincide with the subject. (laughs) Okay. It is Space Danger IPA from Fremont Brewing. Oh, that is a a tolerable one. What do you mean tolerable? It's beer, Marty. (laughs) I don't know. I'm. I have one at my house right now that is a clunker. I'm not enjoying it. It's a 
labor to get through it. Well, you just have like a half open beer sitting at home. No, I have a six pack and I look at it and I go, uh, I guess I'll have one of you. That, and what kind of attitude is that to have that, about beer, that Marty? Is terrible, Marty. I never have that feeling about any beers. Well, it's not one that I really like. What, I what, it, what one is it? I think it's called Comatose. It's an IPA. I don't remember who makes it off the top of my head. Well, don't buy it again. Why don't you just no, give not. the six pack to someone? Because I'm not supposed to socially interact with people. Leave it on your front doorstep or something. For the mailman? Someone can come pick it up. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, so... And just mm-hmm. for the listeners, there is a... Um, I often drink Space Dust IPA. Exactly. Yeah, yeah which From is Elysian. Well, pretty popular, like, off-the-shelf um, in a craft beer. So. Yeah, so that, 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 was, that was my plan today. Mm-hmm. Is when I went to the gross grocery store, I was just you know picking up groceries. I was like, you know, I'm gonna find something that has to do you know with space in some regard, and that was gonna be my fallback because I they always have it. But I was able to find this one, and so far I enjoy it. But uh, let me get through this podcast and think a little bit more about it as I drink. <laughs> Comatose by Good Life Brewery is the beer that I'm not enjoying. And for all our listeners, it doesn't help you much, but there's a dinosaur that they can see on the can. Ooh, yeah. A classic-looking T-Rex from... The Tree of Life? 60s. From the Tree of Life. Uh, It's called back to the last episode. If you haven't listened to it, we did a... Not really a review. I don't even know what you would call it. We talked about a movie, sort of. uh, We talked about art. Well, was a movie discussion critique mm-hmm. <laughs> critique. critique anyways so this week neil what did you want to talk about all right so well i picked ufo uh, so if, let's begin with the word because it's one of the most confusing <laughs> words in the english language it's true y- ufology if you read it but i would thought that that would sound like ufoology like most words but there aren't two O's in it. And if there were two O's, it would be spelt you fool, <laughs> you fool, G. So that was confusing. There but are two O's in it. Just they're separated by an L. Uh, no, but, no, Marty. No, Look, you say to, UFO, Marty, don't say UF. Get out. <laughs> like you want to say UFO, UFOlogy, right? Because I was the Couldn't same you just way. Call it UFOlogy? I remember I, yeah. You could, but actually, what the fuck's a UFO? Look at the word. You, I think the, it says, you know how they do those pronunciation. Oh, here we go. Let me play, press play. Ufology. It says it's ufology. So it's not oh, ufology. Oh, it's not so dumb that I pronounced the word that way. That's yeah, not what we're getting on you. That's about. not the point though. The point is, is it's about UFOs. So you would think you would say ufology, right? But I guess because it's oology. Like ology, the study of, right? You just have yeah. unidentified flying study of, right? Right. So that was it's confusing. weird, Marty. Admit it. I pronounced it right. Shut That's up, right. Chasm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so anyway, I, that was. It was just on a, on our list. So. Um, <laughs> so what made you pick? So the reason U- I picked ufology. that is because. Because I have something I can talk about with ufology, but I don't have much I can talk about with... Hold on, is this like a story? Uh, yeah, it's a story. All right. Okay, well, story well, time with Neil. Go back. ahead. All right, well, just to begin with, because ufology, ufology... I can't say ufology without thinking it's wrong. Um, UFOs, as a pseudoscience, right, something that we believe that doesn't necessarily... There's no proof that it exists. Um is usually met with laughter and ridicule um, in most reasonable and sensible circles. Um, but obviously there's a lot of people that do believe in UFOs, uh, which could be led, could mean they believe in aliens and extraterrestrial beings on said spaceships or unidentified flying objects, or could just mean stuff in the sky that we don't know what it is. It does... 
just because something is in the sky it doesn't mean it wasn't necessarily man-made it may just mean that someone made something or some that, that someone else cannot identify um, but it's synonymous really with aliens right i mean that's what most people think about um and i saw a ufo when i was oh no crazy yeah, i know crazy me yeah no i'm not saying i saw an alien an alien ship or anything um how old was I? Uh, I was uh, 18, no, 19, 19 years old. Um, and that was very interesting. Um, and uh, it's not really a great story. <laughs> Wait, was that it? Was that the story? I mean, what? I could go into the story. but that's yeah, Go the, into the story. That's the that's Tell the us end. where you, where, where you the saw outcome. it. What did it look like? Like... <laughs> Come on. So, yeah, yeah. So, right, so I realize I'm just putting myself out on the internet officially and publicly <laughs> now as a complete fucking quack. <laughs> but whatever, we'll go with it. <laughs> so I was with a friend, my, my best buddy at the time. Um, it was a Friday night. Uh, I know that because I'd finished school or high school, I guess you'd say here. And I was, it was the summer and I was waiting to go to college you know, in the following year, following the, the summer, um, or just get a job and, you know, go start earning, earning me keep. Um, <laughs> and, I, I, and I was living at my dad's house and, uh, he lived a fair distance away from where, where, uh, all my buddies were. Cause I'd, I'd gone to my dad's to, um, cause he, to, to basically got me a job working at his company for a couple of months in summer. But since I didn't drive, it meant I was kind of stuck out there. So on Friday, my buddy would just come pick me up and, we'd, and I'd just spend the whole weekend, you know, hanging out with my buddies on the other side of town and then come back like Sunday night. So I'm over at my buddy's house. Uh, we went out um, to a couple of places, but we didn't we didn't drink just for the record. I, I always have to qualify. I was about to ask, what yeah, are you drinking? I have to qualify this. So just to the qualification, we had no alcohol. And at that point in my life, um, I had never taken. <laughs> I'd never taken drugs. I, I'd never done drugs, so I didn't really get into drugs. Um, and this is a side as a side bar. <laughs> until yeah, I was like, me. until I was about literally a year later. Um, I, I don't, not not because of this, <laughs> but probably what, because yeah, of this. No, not because of this. <laughs> um, but point being, we weren't crazy. We weren't drunk. You know, nothing, nothing crazy going on. Um, but we got back to. Um, to his house at not late i'd say it was probably about i think it was somewhere around 9 or 10 p.m uh we went to uh actually no it must have been later than that probably more like midnight and um we were gonna go to bed so i i was laying on his bedroom floor he was lying on his bed and we would probably been lying there for t- 10 to 15 minutes uh and then we were woken up by a big loud noise it sounded basically like a helicopter right and he lived in a in a very in a very rural area so it's very quiet um very little light pollution um and he lived on this little side street you know little village with i think it was probably about thousand people lived in the village so a very quiet place um so this was shocking to hear because it was super loud and it, it even sort of made the house feel like the house was like slightly shaking and we were like well shit what the hell is that so we jumped up looked out of his bedroom window this big you know, double, you know, huge window. And there was uh, this, um, well, you unidentified flying object <laughs> in his street. So, you know, it's one of those streets, just, just a regular street, houses on the other side, probably about, what, from his window to the house on the other side of the street is probably about 60 to 70 feet. So it's just the, you know, front yards of road and then their houses. And this thing is really fucking loud, right? So we're like, what, what is, and it, and it was just at, directly outside his house, directly over the road. So not over the, his house or the other person's house, just over the road, just hovering, just, just there. And it was weird. It was hard to make out. And so immediately you think, oh, it's a heli, it's a helicopter hovering over the road, but it wasn't anything like a helicopter whatsoever. There were no blades. There were no, it was just this like, elongated shape not like a disc was it like flight of the navigator 
Uh, I don't remember that. I remember the movie, but I don't remember what the thing looked like. Let me take a look. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wouldn't that be so funny if it was? Had had Pee Wee Herman as the like narrator, I think. But yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was like this elongated, shiny ship. And had oh, a lot I see. Of different yeah, I remember it. it. Yeah, no, no, that's like a super like looking um, like a, that looks more like a shell, doesn't it? Like a an an enclosed seashell. Um, I think maybe it's been a long time since I've seen it, yeah. but that's why I thought when you said it. No, so Anyways, the weird thing continue. about the weird thing about this was it, it it wasn't smooth, like it had jagged edges and a little like it, it it wasn't like a like I said it wasn't like a smooth futuristic looking ship or anything like that. It was just a very odd shape, and um, but it was essentially. I mean, it was somewhere between a helicopter and an airplane, probably. But the weird thing about it was, it was just hovering there. It just wasn't. It didn't move. It wasn't moving like even because you know any anything like a chopper is gonna like um, fluctuate, right? But this thing was just literally just almost dead still, just just there. And we we stood and we looked at this thing for a good, I would say, two to three entire minutes of looking at this thing. Uh, this was before iPhones, which is a bummer, right? Um, we had no camera and we were kind of fixated and just like, sh- sort of like, what? And then, and then it started moving left and it moved off to the left very, very slowly. And then it moved out of the view. I know Andrew's laughing like I'm some kind of crazy person. <laughs> but dude, whatever, man. Keep, it's like, keep going. Keep going. It's, it's, a, it's a cross I have to bear, I'm afraid. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it moved off, right? And it moved out to the left and sort of started to move toward the house and went over, over his house. So we ran at that point to the hit, to the back bedroom on the other side of the house. It came into view there. It was moving pretty slow. Um, and then all of a sudden, I would say it probably moved to about six, another 60 feet away now. And then bam, it was gone. Literally just almost like cheesy as it sounds, like a fucking Star Trek, Star Trek hyperspace. It was like, what the fuck? And it was fucking, it was gone, right? And so we were like, whoa, right? So it was super weird. We were were kind of freaked out. Um, Not scared, just freaked, just, I don't know, excited would probably be the best way to phrase it. So anyway, we, not not much more to do, right? Because gone. So that was that. But no one in his house had woken up. And then we were like, well, fuck, uh, that was super weird. No one's ever going to believe us. And and was like, yeah, no one's ever going to believe that. Because like our other buddies were like, when we tell them tomorrow, they're just going to think we're just fucking, you know, pulling their leg, basically. Give, just seeing who we can get to believe our stupid story. And um, so we so we went back to bed. And the, and the af- afterwards was very odd because for the... While we're lying there, again, it was dark, right, in the mid, in this rural area. So there's no... That this, there were no lights on his street, so usually completely pitch dark. But the room, there was light in. There was visible light in the room. There was a a very light ambient sort of like afterlight, or at least we believe there was. Our perception said said as such, and a sort of weird hum to it. This very weird light vibration, and so um, anyway, we went to sleep. And that was that. Um, <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do? for breakfast the next day. Uh, don't remember. Because, so the next day was significant, and this is why. And you can read about <laughs> this guy. You can actually read about this guy on the internet. So the other funny thing is, is my buddy, his dad worked for the Ministry of Defense, okay? And we always used to joke because um, his dad was pretty, at least mid-management level of the Ministry of Defense, if not higher. We never really knew. But we always used to joke and try to, you know, mess about and steal his uh, briefcase and shit with like classified information, right? Shit like that, right? And so um, we always used to say, oh, you know, his dad was called was called Bernard. We were like, oh, Bernie this, Bernie that, right? So we, um, in, a, in a news article in the paper, my buddy had come across the name of a Ministry of Defense guy whose name is Nick, Nick Pope, who actually was... Um, randomly because in in the mod they you know they basically had an unidentified flying object department which was designed to just take public accounts of ufos and basically debunk them um and gather the data and just like sort of say hey nothing to see you know whatever but it it's a genuine 
department just like i'm sure you know most countries have something to, for you know paranormal activity so he's like your kind of crap, crappy version of of Mulder in real life, right? Like UFO <laughs> investigator. But he wasn't like a guy who, if you read about the guy online, he wrote a couple of books. He wasn't a guy who believed in UFOs or had any experience with UFOs. He was just a guy who got given the desk, that job, right? And that became his department. Um, but then he became quite well known and famous um, after his four or five years of doing that. And then he went on to write books, moved to the States and sort of talked about UFOs, not as someone who believes in them, but just as someone who studied them and so on. Um, so I said to my buddy, I'm like, dude, you should tell your dad um, that we, well, actually, sorry, let me just skip. I skipped ahead slightly. So that obviously <laughs> the first thing we did was ask people if they'd heard this noise because this noise was deafening. There's zero, there's no fucking way that no one else woke up to see this thing, right? And we knew other people on the street. So his brother, his mum, and his dad, we asked them all, like, did you hear that shit? Like, did you hear that? that no any noises last night did you get woken up and no one fucking heard anything and then we asked other people we knew on the street no one no one got woken up nothing so and this you're not sleeping through this it was really fucking loud right so that was that was also weird we were like well that's we were kind of pissed because we were thinking that's good because if other people heard it then and someone someone on the other side street might be looking out their window right and they'll be like yeah i saw it too but no it's just meant to be that me and my buddy are crazy so um anyway so i said oh you should tell you should mention that that guy to your dad that that nick pope guy or something like that so he did mention it to he mentioned his name um in some random passing and his dad man his dad his dad like instantly just like freaked out like his face was just like how do you know and he's like how do you know that how do you know that how do you know his name what are you talking about like you could tell he was very perturbed by the fact that his son had just pulled this name out of the bag, right? He was all freaked out by it. And then, and he was super like, you have to tell me, You ha-, like he, he was like, you must tell me how you know that guy's name. And my buddy said, you know, truthfully, he goes, I read it in the newspaper. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Um, I'm not saying the two things are related. I just thought that, that was funny because it was also part of the, because we, we would never have had him do it if, we, if this thing hadn't happened. Because I'm like, maybe Bernie knows something. Um, anyway, that was that. And then the next day we, we told all our friends and they told us we were fucking assholes. Um, and that was about it. Uh, so, yeah. But it, what a weird story. I, I'm not saying it was alien spacecraft or anything, even to this day. I don't know what it was. Um, but I know what I know what I saw. And if it had been just me after 20 years, I'd probably even doubt my own history. You know what I mean? I'd doubt my own having that extra person there it was such a big difference because it, it confirmed to me at least that someone else saw this too it wasn't just me and I, i'm grateful for that someone else is just as crazy as i am someone what do, yeah, we, what do we need to do to get him on the podcast unfortunately he's dead um so you'd have to do a lot um, how convenient for you Your i know right no no that's a, that's a side sad story he, here's my best buddy like ever um but he actually committed suicide about uh, three or four years ago um which is super sad not related to this he, he had severe depression um and yeah long story but um yeah if he was alive he would i know he would have come on and would have chatted to us or is that a cover-up a cover for my story since you know <laughs> he he yeah. knew nick pope he knew the name from burn and bernie uh, acted that's a stretch, but yeah. I mean, I'm being I'm being goofy here, I know, but I know, I um, know. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm really sorry for your, for your loss, there, buddy. No, no, yeah, that was you gotta commit to the goofiness, Marty, <laughs> all all the way in, or just don't do it. Right, I, you can't you can't be half in on that. <laughs> okay. So, so that's the reason that the ufology stood out to me in the pseudoscience right. list because I got that little tale, um, and of course, you know, after that, I did a little bit of study and research about stuff like that but it, it's difficult right i mean a lot of it's just either made up by people who are convinced no matter what you say or people that are completely anti no matter what you say um and there isn't a lot of great evidence to suggest uh especially ufos from an extraterrestrial perspective um of, exist um obviously you've got things like roswell and you know there's a lot of material but not a lot of um of, of scientifically so, okay. were you, were you, material. Were you looking at looking stuff up after this happened? Yeah. 
So you're 18 at the time. The internet didn't exist at that point, right? Um, not really. The internet existed, but not in a not in a. Not it was an old in, joke, Neil. Come on. I do. I do want to say that this is right about the not time joke. of the X Files hype train. Like, if my math uh, is correct, no, this wasn't. is like this is like nah, 1998. Nah, nah. No, no, no. This is X Files was was X Files was ninety one, wasn't it? It went on for like seven yeah, eight no, years. But this was uh, this thing because I I didn't watch it. I wasn't a big big X Files guy. Uh, that's I get where you guys are going. It's like oh, you saw stuff on TV, but that's fine if you dream. I said nothing of this, the sort. But this is like actually like in front of your eyes like weird shit like okay. it's not like i have a history of hallucinations <laughs> or seeing shit ever like up to that or since then so you know it's just it's just a weird incident in my life that i have no explanation for um but it definitely makes you think because the other thing is you know again scientifically i do not know of any aircraft made by made by man doesn't mean it doesn't exist of course but this was not your run-of-the-mill, you know, chopper or or plane. It could have been a military craft for sure. That you know, I did. You know, that does that's super cool. Right. But- I, I do have some questions <laughs> yeah. here, because um, and and by the way, X Files um, the first round went until ninety three to two thousand one. So if it's sure. bit late nineties, we're right in the middle of of X Files here, Neil. Okay, but go on then question though is if bernie <laughs> works for the mod mm-hmm. and i've seen a james bond or two a few times what if this ufo was dropping bernie off or picking bernie up for a mission what if Could bernie was a double o agent and he was just a mod officer that could have been if you see if you ever saw bernie you might have second thoughts about that um but sure why not? Hey, I mean, hey, an, a secret agent has to, you know, they got to blend in in different ways. I mean, the inconspicuous one could be the one that's like the lethal trained killer, right? I mean, it could have been, could have been. Not sure why they would need a bizarre ship that makes ridiculous noise to drop him off and whatever but could well, maybe it maybe it only made ridiculous <laughs> noises because you were so close and that everybody else was so far away they didn't hear the ridiculous noise and nobody woke up we were no closer to it than the people anyone than the neighbor or the people on the other side of the street would have been except they brought they would have been asleep already so they may have just slept through mm-hmm. and if it's like a wood what kind of sound was it give us an example of it it, it was very, just like a chopper just like helicopter oh, 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 oh. Kind of thing. Yeah, like, you know, that kind of like, yeah. Loud. Did you see like Blades of <laughs> yeah. Grass moving Me and down, Marty, being pushed Andrew, down? Andrew, we need to hear your chopper impression now. <laughs> just to I'm see good. what. <laughs> uh, I, really, I just want to know if Marty's seen any unidentified flying objects around it. Does Marty have a UFO story? Uh, no. I, I no. do not. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, do I not? Okay. Do you, Andrew? No, I don't. But, I mean, so. <laughs> Hold on now. You think I'm a lunatic too? <laughs> you are absolutely lunatic. But you know, coming to this, you 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 want to talk about UF? You look. I, I have the same issue. Ufology, UFOlogy, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Ufology, right? right. So it's a pseudoscience because yep. academia doesn't accept it. But it's not like academia isn't doing other things. Like they are looking for extraterrestrial life. But it's, as far as like UFO, it's all based on sightings and people trying to prove it. But there's, like you said, there's been no proof because you didn't pull out your iPhone. And so, right. Yeah. And even, even the Motorola even Razors didn't like, have cameras then. Like the video footage that people have, because people have taken photos of what they have claimed, they have claimed, you know, over many years to, be, to have been UFOs. Um, but they're usually long. The interesting thing about UFO sightings is that they're usually quite distant, right? It's usually a blip in the sky, um, some distant away. And people, then it gets like, um, it gets, uh, you know, answered probably correctly as, you know, glitches in the developing process, uh, weather balloons, strange angled craft, you know, from weird angles, you know, 
etc mm-hmm. um so there are a lot of people that have sort of quote unquote documented their experience um but there aren't so many people who have claimed to have been in close contact with ufos and even fewer although there are some which are, which have some amazingly compelling um facts to them about people that were abduct supposedly abducted and there, there is a study on yeah. people that were abducted though yeah. And they they found that their uh, I don't know if it's a short term memory, but basically they have a an issue with how they remember things, and then if you were to suggest things to them, they could just as easily put that into their memory bank as if it actually happened to them. And there's also you know the argument of sleep paralysis. People hallucinate during sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. They might see a figure above them and assume sure. it's an abduction. Right, right, right. I mean, I mean the- abduction stories are always going to be like, um, and rightly so, mixed in with mental, you know, ment- mental health and mental perception issues, you know, people's brains. I mean, the Bernie, what is it, Betty and Barney Hill is one of the most famous um, abductee. What's that, what's that one? Oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, so those, was- those people, like, there's a lot of stuff about those two. And maybe again, who knows, right? I mean, it's it's weird. But that was around the same. Uh, what was the? Because uh, I've heard that chalked up to kind of like how Marty was going with the X Files. There's another show around the time, and mm-hmm. their recount of their abduction was oddly similar to an episode of I want to call it Outer Limits, maybe. Yeah, the Outer Limits. Okay. You are yeah. not in control of your. So TV it's like set. they construct their own mental reality. Out of yeah. out of suggestive, um, yeah, phenomenon. Like that's weird. Kind of like you took your wild night of drinking and <laughs> yeah. you know. uh, not drinking. They didn't drink, of course not. Yeah, you know, Brits. You know, weekend around. They're not. They're not going to have a a beverage or two. Um, but I mean, looking at so, this Betty Benny and Betty Hill thing, it happens in 1961. I I don't think the outer limits was on during 1961. It could be that their their account got turned into an outer limits thing. I mean there's just no way to know. I, I think that the other thing that I have learned over the years is why it is an interesting topic because obviously without proof and this is probably true for almost all the pseudosciences is it's a matter of confirmation bias really. Um, when you have to have a conversation about it and you always whoever you're talking to is going to have a confirmation bias whether they realize it or not and that is going to seriously affect their ability to either believe incorrectly or disbelieve incorrectly like it's like it's very difficult subject i think for any person to be completely objective about because the confirmation bias is so strong that it's like you really do have an opinion whether you like it or not, and that's going to get in the way. Um, I, I've seen it, uh, you know, in talking to people a lot. Some people just, you know, even though they don't realize it, they're just like, you can tell there's no way that they're ever going to believe you. And that's a good thing because if you don't experience it for yourself, then why would you, right? Um, but it's, it's very interesting. I mean, even me looking at this, with my experience, it's not like I believe half these things or i'm like that just sounds like a bunch of whatever um but it's a funny it's an interesting topic it was well, covered okay. it was covered in uh or portrayed in a segment of um or in an episode of the x-files too oh was it yeah that's cool so overall what are your feelings about ufos neil you, i don't you're, have a you're, fear. i don't have one you're just honestly. saying that most most of what you've heard you kind of debunk yourself or you don't believe you think they're quacks, wackos, absolute sure. lunatics. Right. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I think that most <laughs> sightings, most sightings, I think are just people wanting to believe something, um, or miss misinterpreting the data. And cause when you have say, a, say it's a long distance UFO sighting, you, you one guy's going to be like, ah, it's just something, whatever think nothing of it another person's going to be like i just saw a ufo so did they didn't they all right there's no way to know um but people are going to quote unquote project their um 
the, the desire to want to see something, I, I think, is quite interesting. Now, in my case, you know, and my buddy's case, neither of us had any interest in, in this stuff. It's not like we knew nothing. There's no, unless you take Marty's um, hypothesis, uh, seeing a few things on telly, why that's just to me that's a little bit of I a don't stretch think right that now. was my well i'm not saying that but the, i don't know it felt like you were like well because you'd seen x-files was was really relevant at the time so for some reason that might mean that we interpret something you know whatever blah 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 um i and- honestly think that the the secret agent benny is more or bernie is a is a is a more plausible explanation of dropping some uh police surveillance or government people down to make a bust or a spy thing. So that's I believe I think that's more of what's what's going on than than actually the X Files thing. What that's were they crazy. busting? That's in even more crazy to me. That's 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 even crazier to me. <laughs> I mean we might Marty. have heard him come in the door or like seen him fall off like what a abseil down the down the ship or um, turn on the light or and uh, Bernie dude the, the guy could barely walk up the stairs so I don't know what well, I mean, he's doing I got, in a fucking stealth about this stealth I, got, craft. I got more questions <laughs> yeah. well ask your goddamn questions Marty how how many feet above the ground was was this full UFO it was it was ever so slightly just above the second story of the house oh yeah I didn't really say that in my story distance from me. So distance uh, from you, and then about how me. high off the ground was it? So we're on the second story. So we must have been about 12, 13 feet off the ground. Craft was about mm, 20, 20 feet. So it's a we, little bit above you. So it's above, say, power just lines. A, just about the same height as the house, yeah. But above power lines. Well, this, uh, would it have been above power lines? Yeah, but yeah, just a bit, yeah. There were no power lines going. There were no power lines where this was, and power lines going across that particular power okay, street. Okay, but I'm just saying yeah. that you know, if you have a ship that's yeah, lowering yeah. down or a helicopter, it's not going to go below power lines sure. or anything, or or no, risk no, no. the road hitting something. Yeah, about house height. In terms of throwing a stone at it, you know, you could you couldn't miss. Couldn't if you tossed a stone at you, you couldn't miss the thing. It's not. It's not like it was a mile down the road or anything. Okay. Not did like you an see, open net and rocket did you, Could you see <laughs> yeah. the ground? Could you see the ground from when you where you were looking out? Oh yeah, yeah, we could see the ground. Yeah. Okay, and you couldn't see any like ropes or cables or anything no, else going down. We didn't. I didn't see. We didn't see any. I would have mentioned that. It would have been quite a significant piece of information. <laughs> uh, floodlights. Um, were there, what kind of lights were there? They were like flashing. They were flashy, like stereotypical kind of flashy lights, like white and red which which is again that's synonymous with regular human uh, aircraft right mm-hmm. like planes and right. stuff so red you know, is right like, okay yeah um and it had this weird little thing at the on the back of it um but there were no there were no blades there was nothing to there was no there were no blades that indicated that, that how that was how it was staying staying um airborne so the noise was was, there was a noise, but it but it didn't seem to be coming from any kind of blades. And like I said, it wasn't moving in a it wasn't it wasn't juggling in the sky. It was very very. It was Did very, you say juggling or juggling? Juggling, juggling. J- what? I don't know. It's not, it? I feel like if it's not a word, it should be juggling. What is this a word that just fell down the chasm of the English language? Yeah, I think I did just make that word up. Jaggling. Yeah. Jiggling. Jaggling. <laughs> uh, so, okay, yeah, sorry. It, was, it was stable in the sky and it was just it was just there. It didn't do anything. That was the other weird thing. But here's this what is What was the coming other out thing. of the back? To finish your thought with the back. So, it, no, there was nothing. While it was jaggling. It was just the shape, the shape of it. So, if you. Jaggling. Like, it's hard to describe. A I mean, little bit. We drew it the next day, so we knew what it looked like. And I, somewhere I have the outline. Can you uh, draw it, what, it, what it looks like now? And since we we are on camera, I mean, the audience isn't going to be on camera, sure. but can you, you, know, can you draw very, this? It's actually, I'm not going to lie, my memory of, of that is a little hazy. Um, it's a long time ago. I could I could roughly do it, sure. It's not that difficult. Um, but yeah, I could. 
And but you said you know, it, it wasn't smooth. It was kind of rough looking on the outside, not like curves. Yeah, rough looking. And, bear, and, it, and it was dark. There were no, because it was dark outside and the thing itself appeared to be black. So we couldn't discern any details on the surface of the, of whatever it was to say, oh, look, there's a whatever or, you know, something like that. It was just right there. But the other thing that I should probably point out is that, and again, this kind of fits the Bernie hypothesis, if we're going to call it that now, is that if this, if you were, if you were the pilot of a, of a ship and you wanted to um, go to that house, that's where you would stop. Like it was like, it was deliberately there and we were looking at it. It's like, y- you couldn't have gotten a better view of us than where you stopped as if it was deliberately, because why was it there? It didn't. It didn't move to other houses. It didn't go across the rest of the street. It just literally stopped right outside that house. And then it went over the back too. And eventually went over the back of the house. And And was in the backyard. Had hit the hyperspace Uh, window. It wasn't in his backyard. It went over the back off to the right in the backyard of like would have been his neighbor's backyard. And and it was slowly moving at all times at that point. Like it wasn't stationary then. It's like it had decided to move. So off it went. It fits the Bernie hypothesis. You come along, you drop Bernie off on the road, although we didn't see that. And then um, you, I don't know why you hang about for like two minutes, but you do. And then you, and then you're like, okay, time to go. And you go back over the house and then boom, gone. The, the, almost the weirdest part of the whole experience, despite it all being a bit weird, was the way that it disappeared was really weird. Like it didn't just like go off into the distance slowly and got smaller. It was there and bam, then it wasn't. And that was freaking, that was weird. Because we were like watching that. We were watching it for a bit as it was slightly moving away and then boom, gone. So could it have been a Harrier? Do, does the British military have Harriers? You mean uh, the planes? Yeah, the Do planes that hover. come into... Uh, could have been, yeah. That's, I, I don't know that that couldn't have been possible. I mean, um, Harriers they, are... I know what they look like. They're kind of like triangles, right? Like they're, they're stealthy looking... Um, no, There's no way a Harrier would be hovering there for that long and not wake up the entire neighborhood. There's no, no way. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, yeah. Harriers are like, yeah, yeah. The classic, like, yeah, 80s kind of looking Harrier jets. Yeah. I mean, I've seen True Lies a number of times. <laughs> sure. I mean, I didn't know they could hover, but that's kind of cool. Yeah. It was actually developed by a British manufacturer, apparently, they, in, the, in the 60s. I don't think they're meant to actually hover, but they do have a you know, vertical takeoff, vertical landing procedure. Right. I can yeah, hover. that could. That could. Yeah, it could be. I think so. Again, no, why, no. <laughs> why there would be a Harrier in the middle of this fuck nowhere village at midnight, I guess that's irrelevant in a way as to ask that question because if there is a reason, then there's a reason. But it seems a bit strange. Marty, what are your feelings on UFOs? Um, I I don't believe in them. You don't I think believe there's in usually, them. I think there's usually usually a, a good explanation for this. I think sure. it's either a government copter or it's a police copter or like something that would be doing some sort of surveillance or something in this instance, but usually it's, and I, I don't get me wrong. I don't think the government tells us everything that we need to know or should know or anything. Cause you know, keeping, you know, letting us only know the things to keep us not from creating mass pan pandemonium. Um, but it's just, we already have a hard enough time with space travel. Um, you know, and even landing on the moon that obviously it's difficult and we've only discovered so many different ways of lift. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm not a believer in, 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 in that kind of science that it would need to, to do that. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Can I, so are you saying that you don't believe that other life forms in the universe could exist because I mean our technology. That's not what he's would... saying at all. No, oh, it's not. No, I misinterpreted. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I don't mean could exist, but I mean like just. Do you believe? Because you say about like a technology, and human technology obviously isn't there yet in terms of like space, you know, space travel and so. Right. But other terrestrial beings, if they do exist, uh, could very well easily have that kind of technology. 
Um, and I think that's the problem, right? It's like people are like, but but then why the hell would they? What what the fuck would they be doing on Earth anyway? It just seems kind of odd. Right. So I mean, if we're talking about flying saucers, kind of thing, like if you if you're talking about something spinning fast enough to to like hover in the sky, clearly we've established that with helicopters that you can have rotors spin that create a downward force that create lift, like that exists. Um, but in the capacity that we see or what would have a spaceship going, like I'm not a believer in that we're there yet technologically wise. So I don't think it's something that our government has or any gov- like something that's man-made. I also don't feel that um, I feel there isn't, there is other life out in the universe and the galaxy or whatever you want to call it, whatever word you want to use um, to think that we're the only ones to think that we're the only planet with creatures of any kind on it is um short-sighted well Um, you take you take the drake equation right because that looks at the probability of life in the universe with what we know so far right right so using that you you deduce there's probably other life out there but the idea that another life form could advance to that technology and be able to implement it. That I think that's I, that's where I thought you were going with it originally, Marty. Where, yeah, there might be other life, but you know, if we're having these issues, not that we're the pinnacle of the universe by any means, but it's just the the probability of another life form well, reaching that, out to another one in that in that way would be that. That's also where I'm, I'm getting to in that um, just the sheer number of galaxies and um, things in the universe. It just the odds of, I mean, how many stars are there? How many uh, planetary objects are there orbiting stars? So, you know, (laughs) the odds that we pick the right one and that another um, whatever life form in in the universe picks ours to visit too randomly, um, you know, I mean, they could have better, I, I just, I'm not, my, my, human brain just is not ready to accept that yet. All right. But have you seen Stargate? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the movie with Kurt Russell. Yeah. He's great. He's great in that film. Yeah. It's a good movie. You know, I mean, raw, like he came and with his, uh, um, yeah, with his crazy, that guy was, um, the guys with the, um, the headgear and the, the, the spears that, that Egyptian, Egypto heads, I think they call it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the Rosetta stone and all of that, and that the great pyramid, um, it opens up and it's a temple. Like, yeah, I love that movie. It's a great movie. I haven't watched it in a while. I should watch that. You we should. should do that movie next and talk about it. David Spader, man. We, we could do the that. voice of voice of Ultron. Did he die? James, no. or Dame, James Spader, not, David James Spader. Spader. James, James Spader. Spader. No, James Spader's still no. alive. Okay. I, I thought I already died. I guess not. No, he's on uh, the blacklist now. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. I never really connected. He but... was uh, Robert California oh, yeah. on The Office as well. Huh. That was a character. I didn't like him in The Office. He, uh, I, I don't know. I was kind of, I, I don't want to say indifferent, but I, I still don't know if I like him or don't like him. If that makes sense. As a character or just James Spader as a person? No, no, the character. Okay. Is that how he's supposed I don't to like be? I don't know I him don't as a person. He, I don't hang out with him, Marty. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Well, Andrew, there's my opinion on UFOs and aliens. I mean, I I, I guess I'll forego the rest of my questions to Neil. But, Andrew, what are your, what are your thoughts on UFOs? Do you think they're likely? Like, do you believe... Okay, like a UFO, just by the basic definition, yeah, there's things that people aren't able to identify. Sure, that's fine. Um, as far as like ufology, where it's people trying to prove the existence of aliens through UFOs, I can see why it's a pseudoscience because none, none of their evidence Holds can up. lead to the proof yeah. of you know alien life visiting this planet, right? which is where I thought we were going. Uh, but you but know yeah. the the <laughs> argument there is, and the, the way I look at that is, there are a lot of things 
that we are unable to explain, right? It's not like, like we know what? everything. Well, look at the list of pseudosciences. There's at least 80 things on there. Yeah, but I there's mean, some things we can't explain. I mean, What's did anybody this? go to the Area 51 raid? No. Did you? <laughs> no. I mean, but did we ever find out or hear the results of that? Like who? They didn't who actually went? raid it, did they? They definitely did not actually raid yeah, it. Yeah, it was just a me internet meme, wasn't it? I mean, there might have been people that kind of <laughs> got around the outside just for the fun of it, but yeah, I don't think anyone no, actually don't tried it, to storm a military base. There was no conclusion to that, that Addy, that I like, not that I'm aware of. I mean, what what I meant to say is, there's many things that we that are, that are unexplainable, um, which is another way of saying there are many many things we just do not understand yet, which is fine, right? Um, and UFOs. You know who knows? It, it sounds even. I, I mean, I, I I tell this story not because I believe in UFOs. I just tell it because, well, it's related. Um, do I think it was aliens? Not really. No. I just do. I do. I know one way or the other. No, I don't know. I I don't know. That's the whole point, right? It's unidentified, like you said. So what was it? I I have no idea. Have other people had experiences that can't be explained? Yeah, sure. Um, all of the things are within the realm of possibility. I think that, yeah, you're probably right. Like, if there were aliens and they were sufficiently technically advanced, then current arguments um, in the scientific community go such that either, A, we would be so insignificant to them that they wouldn't even bother, like, they wouldn't even wipe the bottom of their shoe, you know, with us. They, they, they don't care because they'd be, they're so, they'd be so much more advanced than we are. Um, another argument is, is if they, if we had resources that they wanted, they'd just take it. They wouldn't care. They would probably wouldn't even think twice unless they were some kind of morally conscionable, you know, whatever. Um, or, or the Star Trek prime directive kind of argument where they're like, oh, these apes are just like figuring out nuclear power. They're crap right now. So, uh, we'll come back in another, you know, 5,000, 10,000 years or once they discover something better, um, and introduce ourselves. But until then we'll keep ourselves hidden, right? Yeah. And um, I just... I, w- I just think it's the probability of another civilization that would be advanced enough to travel through the universe to have the probability of finding another species, right? You think that or, that's a low? Or that, what was that? You, you're saying you think that's a low probability? It's, yeah, super low. And right. you think it's just and, about and the, the amount of time of man on Earth. Right. You know, I, I watched a Joe Rogan um, clip literally two days ago, which happened to go into this, where some guy was talking and he said, there's a couple of arguments. One is you have to think about how long the universe has been around for, right? So the universe is like 13 billion years, roughly. So we didn't start coming into evolution and, and into being. It took about 4 billion years for life to uh, exist on this planet and for us, like humans to to become where we are you know what we are today and yeah. even within the within that time period it's only been in the last four well let's say two thousand years if you want to you know really give it some breath that technologically we've gone from tools to technology to flights to even you know to, to travel into the moon and potentially within our own solar system so he was saying you know if 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 there's some kind of great um prohibiting factor that we don't know about there's no evidence for in science to suggest that life can't really blossom within the universe for about four billion years then it makes sense yeah what you say is completely like there's no way that we're going to have contacted anybody yet or heard anyone or vice versa on the other hand if that factor isn't there then there's a possibility that there are civilizations out there with literally even just given one billion years head start imagine if human beings survived and didn't kill themselves where we would be in <laughs> 1 billion years like the you cannot imagine the no. technological advancedness of such a of such a species um so it could be either right we have no clue but i i find that that's an interesting thought experiment just to think that there could be civilizations that are billions of years ahead of us technologically which is kind of crazy not just like cuz cuz actually what joe rogan said was he was like well but what if it's like, because why wouldn't it be like they were just like 5,000 years ahead of us? And the guy was like, well, if you do the math, the chance of them being just a little ahead of us is significantly lower than them being way ahead or way behind us. It's very unlikely, unless, again, there's some 
there's some prohibiting factor that all civilizations are going to start to evolve uh, around the same time on that 13 billion, you know, time scale that currently we know about. So it's kind of interesting. Don't know why. I, I'm not refuting or, or supporting anything you said, Andrew. I'm just talking. <laughs> no, I'm just listening <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah. Because yeah. it's interesting, right? It's very interesting stuff to think about. Um, again, though, like, and that guy was saying, if you're a billion years ahead, what interest do you have? And that was, that was the other thing. Joe Rogan's like, well, no, no, I disagree. I think they would be very interested. Because just think, we're super interested in watching a, an ape or a chimpanzee learn to use a tool to smash a nut open. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, okay, yeah, there's an analogy there. Well, there's a correlation. But the guy was like, you know, I think that if you're talking like literally even, you know, whatever, a hundred million years, not even a billion, you probably are so unconcerned, like most likely there's nothing that would interest you about some random anthill. He, 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 yeah, he, but, the, but have they seen Stargate? They didn't talk about it, so maybe not. No, no, I'm maybe. saying whatever <laughs> civilization this is. Oh, exactly. They, I mean, we that would be a, a reason for them to take an interest, wouldn't it? <laughs> we need to broadcast Netflix out there. Actually, I don't even think yep. Stargate's on there anymore. Sure. Because <laughs> actually, all of our broadcasts that we've sent out as, as, a, as, a, as a species, we only started sending them about 70 years ago, right? So they only have a, they only have a circumference or a, a distance into space of about 70 million light, uh, sorry, 70 light years. Which is which nothing. Is, which is nothing. So it's not surprising, given that, that no one's ever seen us. Now, imagine if, we, if give it a billion years, and with that signal being shot shot across space, yeah, it might actually hit something, right? But, and then by the time someone could actually respond. Exactly, right? Yeah, because that was... A, that, no, no, that's what the guy said, too, because the we'll other be thing dead is... We'll be dead of corona. Is, It'll be if, they did, if they had seen Earth... Say that they're say that they're a billion years ahead of us, but they they do see Earth, but they're not seeing Earth with 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 us on it. They're seeing Earth as it was, like you know, years and years and years ago. So they don't even know from at current time, if you want to call it, you know, current time, time being relative, I guess. Time but, for us, yeah, time. Mm-hmm. But what they see is is our history, so they don't even know that there's a there's a technologically blossoming civilization. They came here expecting yeah. dinosaurs. I know, right? And what did they get? Andrew. They got Stargate. Andrew. Stargate. <laughs> That's an upgrade in my opinion. Anyways. Uh, just so you know, about 40 people showed up to the, the raid on Area 51. 40 people. That's yep. pathetic. <laughs> and uh, your Nick Pope, former Ministry of Defense ufology um, person, is on yeah. Twitter. He's currently residing in Tucson, Arizona, according to his Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. And I believe Arizona is uh, um, and hot Nevada, th- like the hot spot for UFO sightings, right? Like that, like southwestern part of the United States. So, um, yeah, there you go. Well, we, okay. Thanks for that. Well, uh, that's <laughs> it. Anyway, I have no more. <laughs> to add no more to add well i have something to add fremont space danger ipa to 3.75 out of 5 on untapped you can follow me at my at might be sasquatch if you want 3.75 by your rating or generally uh by my rating okay i, I rate everything between three and four on there usually to, Andrew, to Andrew's a harsh, a harsh grader. No, I think it's fairly generous. Yeah, three to four is pretty generous. Yeah. But that means if everything is a three to a four, then you can, and you're giving it 3.75, then you're basically giving it seven and a half out of 10. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's all right. I would I, say on the Andrew I, scale, he's giving that like a nine. Do you have a scale that you call the Andrew scale? He just gave us his scale. And by that, it's definitely 7.5. <laughs> he did the math. <laughs> the math. I, I mean, do, but... <laughs> I have done math. 
I'm just saying there's not a lot he could go above it. So uh, there's plenty. There's 2.5 he could go above it. <laughs> it's like uh, literally. Oh, yeah, okay, it's between five. Three and four. Yeah, sure. But if four's our ceiling and three's our floor. But I have rated things higher than a four. Oh, so yeah, there. So there's it some outliers. It is possible. It is possible. Yeah. Anyway, I'm usually three point two five to four point five. Look at that. And Neil That's... once upon a time used the app and then he stopped. No, no, I, I, I rated it a few times. The problem is, is um recently I haven't been experimenting a great deal with different beers, so that's really what it comes down to. I can't keep raiding the same beer over again. No, of course not. That's true. Yeah, it's, I don't know. You I'm a try, man. I know, try it warm. I know what I like. You can try it in different ways. You can try it out of a tap. You can try it in a, in a bottle, out of a can. It'll, it would change it. Change, could change the rating. That's true. Anyways. I tend, I tend to just, um, yeah. I like it, it cold. Is out of the tap better or out of a can? Like some beers are better because like, Guinness out of a can apparently is the worst thing in the world. The only right. person here that would say that would be you, Marty. Well, I just don't like Guinness. Because you have an unbearable beer at home, apparently. I don't like Guinness. So, Well, allegedly, Guinness in Ireland is It's completely different. than, And I've never had it because I've never been to Ireland. Um, but I hear it's totally different and really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's probably going to be the next Guinness that I try is when I'm in Ireland. I don't, I'm not really looking to have another Guinness anywhere else in 2023 when you're allowed to fly again <laughs> why would I why am Corona. I what because of what Corona we're gonna be on because a of travel because no one's flying right now <laughs> I'm joking probably won't be 2023 but it might be 2021 <laughs> might be 2030 um what I don't know my Disneyland trip is looking less and less likely um but yeah all right well that was our discussion on ufology. Do we have anything else for the week? Anything that anyone wants to throw in there? Yeah, I got a few things. Oh, jeez. Uh, Doctor Fauci says that uh, Tinder, Tinder, and internet dating sites things are okay to use during the quarantine, safer at home if you're up to taking a risk. So Doctor Fauci approves of doing the hookup with those apps. Just as long as you're. Hold on, did he qualify that? Did he go into details? Because is he saying only good? The risk being swipe left, hook up, come to my place, bang bang, or or swipe. You swipe right. Right is good. Left. Sorry, swipe swipe right. Then my mistake. (laughs) Now he goes. Hey, if you want to meet up with your matches in real life, um, just know it involves some risk. you know, good luck. Just know that you know you could be. Has has yeah, but is, hold the on, use is of he those advocating... apps never not involved risk though? Uh, right. Yes. Um, STDs have been a thing for as long as we've known them, and but but hold on, is he? He's not advocating that you go out to like a restaurant with this person on a date, no. right? Because no, okay, so it's pure. It's pure hookup straight to the straight to the price. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. That's very um, nice of it. This was on Good Morning America. <laughs> uh, he says, if you're swiping on a dating app uh, like Bumble, Tinder, or Grinder, and you match with someone you think is hot, and you're just kind of like, maybe it's fine if this stranger comes over. Um, he's like, you know, it, it it's fine because it's what's called a relative risk. So just so common sense. If you're willing to take a risk, then, you know, then you're fine um, to... So you're fine to take a risk. It doesn't mean you're fine. Um, In Kenya, there's a governor, a regional governor who has put together care packages for his citizens. And in the care package. Oh, the Hennessy. He put a, he put some little bottles of Hennessy in there. Yeah. So we should move to Kenya. (laughs) What a cool dude. Hold Um, on. You only get a care package if you get coronavirus though. uh, I don't think so. Okay. Hold on. This is a... How many people are getting this package? Uh, Just the people that work directly for him or like everyone? It doesn't say. It says recipients of the Nairobi uh, care packages can expect to receive a typical food... Or receive typical foods, food staples, 
um, except for one item, alcohol. The government um, confirmed that they're putting small bottles of cognac, Hennessy, in there. Um, the governor is saying it's alcohol serves as a throat sanitizer. Oh, okay. And he Good says answer. that the WHO approves, but the WHO does not approve. The, the <laughs> WHO being the, the World the World Health Organization. Um, and so, yeah, there you go. We can we should move to Kenya and get some uh, care package Hennessy. Right. See, all along, it's all Trump needed to do. I know. He just he could have got reelected on the back of that. If Trump would have given alcohol as part of the stimulus package too, oh man. That's what I'm saying. That's his way back to the White House. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. And we learned that Neil's a loon. Or at the, <laughs> at the very least, someone who hallucinates once. In tandem. <laughs> In his life. Yep. In tandem. Yeah, and that true. your friend's your friend's dad, Bernie, is a secret agent. Oh, what? Well, yeah. He being, was actually... Being picked up or dropped off for a secret mission. That's what we learned. By a Harrier. Or an unmarked black helicopter. Hey, that is a song. I haven't listened to that song in a while. Unmarked Helicopters by Soul Coffin. It's a good one. It was on the X-Files soundtrack for the movie. Uh. Do you have a shitty joke, Marty? <laughs> no. All right. The we joke will... is the protest that happened this past weekend in capitals across the nation. That's that's the joke. It's sad. Tell us your real feelings. But not now. We're wrapping this up. Yep. All right. I'll you can you find us at uh, oh, Jesus uh, I'll give you a joke from my from my game because it's always in front of me that is not out yet. It's like a good hook in to check my game out. Who stole my beard on uh, Steam? Uh, pre pre order. Uh, so one, let me find a good joke. Uh, I've told that one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. It, oh, these these are terrible. <laughs> these are terrible. Um, what do you call a bee that lives in America? A USB. Yep, I knew that one. <sighs> With that, we'll see you next time. <laughs> You're not going to take us out now? <laughs> I thought you were going to take us out, man. <laughs> <laughs>